Dan. Hi, Dan. Where to Dan? And we do Dan. That's right. Uh, each week we go through the filmography of Dane DeVito, starting from the bottom. And now we're in 1977. Yeah. 76. 77 and 75 at the same time, I think, with... Because we had to backtrack into Hurry Up or I'll be 30 Town. We did. We're waiting for the DVD to arrive. It came from England. Ah, did it? it? It's been to England more times than I have. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you had some apologies from last week? I did. Uh, Michael Douglas and Dane DeVito movies together. Uh, they did Jewel of the Nile, Solitary Man, The War of the Roses, and Romancing the Stone. Uh, apologies to the guy I thought was Stephen Wright, who I also don't know who he is. Eyes. Eyes in One Flew of the Cooker's Nest, who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was Stephen Wright, the comedian. You know, yeah. the guy, like, really monotone. Guy. Oh, yeah, it's not him. No, it's no, not, not him. No, wrong guy. Um, but it's very hard to find a photo of him on IMDb, so... Yeah, that's fine. And figure out who he is. Uh, Danny DeVito Awards. He has won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy, mini se- in a comedy Series. Mm-hmm. Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actor in a Series, Miniseries, or Motion Picture. I'd, made for television. I'd accept just Golden Globe. You can really get rid of all the hoo-ha. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and he's won two TV Land Awards. Uh, the first one I mentioned, the Bossiest Boss Award. Uh-huh. And the Medallion Award. For those of us that are too ignorant to know what TV Land Awards are, or even if that's what you said, what is that? Uh, it's a land consisting of TV, uh-huh. much like the internet. Oh, yeah. You know what's out there, mm-hmm. but you don't know where it really lives. All right. You know? Yeah. Okay. No, I will accept that. <laughs> Thank you. I would have thought of some sort of institution. <laughs> yeah, let's go with land. Uh, and I know the medallion award is some kind of legend status. Well, that makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? All right. Uh, I, I did have one to pull you up on after the last time you threw me under the bus. Yeah. Uh, Cuckoo Kachoo is from I Am the Walrus, not Mrs. Robinson. Cuckoo Kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's, it's definitely from Mrs. Robinson. Except that's so he is to you, Mrs. Robinson. No, he does a Cuckoo Kachoo, I swear. Next week's apologies. All right, we'll check. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. All, all right. right, so we've been a bit... We've been all over the shop. I'd say lackadaisical. Yeah, definitely. Or danzical. Yeah, lackadaisical. We've been pretty much all over the shop with uh, the order. We've been trying to keep up. We tried to start from his first movie and make our way up to his most recent movie. But uh, starting off with the first few that are very hard to find or that he's not, we can't find him in or whatever, it's been pretty hard to keep on track. Well, we've been trying and give us that. Um, and we will come back to it because, and we're going to find, we're going to get all these lost ones. If you have any of them, because you know what they are, because we've said them just now, um, let us, let us in on it. We'll come over for a movie night. I'll bring popcorn. I have some microwave popcorn, but no microwave. So I can bring that if you have a microwave. If not, it's probably no point. Anyway, we will, we promise, go back and watch all of them because I want to be able to say when you meet people. Uh, hey, hey, I'm Dan. Oh, I'm not Dan. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about yourself. Well, I've seen every single piece of film that Danny DeVito has been in. 
That's right. I would also like to, for a second aim for us, mm-hmm. own every signed photo available to buy. I feel like that's... I wouldn't... I'm just not infinite, obviously, but I think that's a lot. And when I was looking for that one for you, mm. there was ones out there that like 500 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, like... Oh, I was thinking, considering he's still alive, maybe the, the autograph isn't worth as much. Especially if it says to Mike on it. And it's definitely not for someone named Mike. Well, you think I got you the $500? <laughs> Damn it, I jumped straight to that conclusion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we can get a couple more signatures. Um, it'd be nice if we had a two Dan from Dan. Don't tell Dan or something. I don't know. We'll talk to him on the day if and when that comes. Anyway, this week um, in our Danography, we're up to... Hurry up or I'll be 30. Dan, you want to run me through the plot real quick? Yeah, I'll give you a quick plot. There's a guy struggling to come to terms with turning 30 and feeling the pressure of making something of himself, still living at home and working for his dad. I would like to say, without the title of the movie, Hmm. that would have been a bit hard to pick at points. (laughs) They were kind of covert about that. He just kind of seemed like a dude that never moved out and had a bowl cut. Yeah, you're right. Imagine ha- still having like, those stupid arguments with your parents that you had when you were 16, but you're 29. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you live with your parents and work with your parents in Brooklyn. Yeah, thank God our parents that's lived it. in the suburbs, so we had to move out of there. We didn't have a choice. Yeah, well, good job, guys. Thanks for that. So we've got the guy, the main guy named Georgie. Georgie. He meets a girl and uh, he abandons his current girlfriend to pursue her. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's kind of feeling that's a bit flat. He's got to move on. He's going to make some changes. Yeah. Um, And then the new girl, she gets too big uh, from him in the acting world and leaves him. And then it's too late. And he tries to get his past girlfriend Flo back. And she was stolen away by Danny DeVito in the end. We're not stolen. Like he acquired? What's well, the word well, there? I wouldn't say she's not quite. a thing. No, she's not a thing. I, I just say that they had a discussion, and it was he. Georgie said he he was fine with them seeing each other, and so Danny DeVito just saw an opportunity to be with the woman that he loved, and they are in a caring relationship, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure they're married. Maybe have a couple of kids. It, it was moved very quickly. <laughs> Um, but anyway, this movie was... Mini DeVito. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see him. Um, but this movie had a sort of... I'd call it a meandering plot. It's just kind of a series of scenes that come and go. But about halfway through, I just didn't know where it was going after he... he Georgie uh, had sex with Flo, his first girlfriend, who he ditched for the, for the actress. But... Dan, would you tell me what you thought would happen from that? I laid down a challenge to Dan. Dan, what happened after that in your mind when you paused and wrote me the ending? All right. um, Yeah, so Dan says, all right, I watched this movie. At about halfway, there'll be a sex scene. Can you watch the sex scene and let me know what do you think is going to happen in the rest of the film? Thank you. That was a much better intro than I gave. (laughs) Thank you. Just had to clarify. Yeah, because I, yeah. Anyway, continue. Okay, so I had two possible, what's the word? Scenarios, outcomes? Find your own adventures. Choose your own adventures. Choose your own adventures. I'd love a choose your own adventure. Yeah, well, that's what you've given me here, and I I appreciate it. I I actually read an entire book about a guy that bought 
112 or something choose your own adventures off the internet oh. found a diary of of a kid in in the back pages of one of them and then like tried to track him down it was called the boy in the book by terence pendergast or maybe terence pendergast was the kid he was looking for it was nathan pilkington maybe but that's the guy <laughs> You got deep in a hole. Uh, was it a choose your own adventure book about the choose your own adventure guy? No, but the reason I knew about it was because he made a choose your own adventure documentary about it, ah. where the crowd voted on little um, little remote controls. He had like four options for everything. Wow, cool! Yeah, and so we met the guy who invented choose your own adventure books, um, and like like. Nathan, whatever his last name is, um, went out to find, like, when met him in America. They hung out for a bit, and the ending we got in the movie was when he sunk into quicksand at the beach and died. Oh, wow. How cool. Yeah. And then he came oh, out from the back room um, in just, like, in, in his swimmers, just a little bit wet. So he's like, oh, this is how it ends. You guys picked terribly. This is, like, the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> Um, but anyway, it's like when you, you get a Goosebumps book and it's over by the first chapter. Yeah, I made some terrible choices. <laughs> um, but anyway, what are the two options? Okay, well, in this choose your own adventure or I'll be 30. It was about, what, 45 minutes in, right? Yeah, let's call it that. And Flo was in one of the first scenes and we hadn't heard anything about her or from her. And I was like, she's coming back, but where? It's, it's been a long time with no Flo, you know? That rhymed. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so the first idea I, I thought, maybe he freaks out and remembers that he has a girlfriend uh-huh. and that he shouldn't have been thinking about this other girl for a, about a week, I suppose, that spanned over. And that after sleeping with her, he regretted it and went back to her and tried to make it up. And, you know, then she takes him back, then they break up and they get back together. Classic Hollywood Yep. So um, the very pro-flow ending. Yeah, that's right. And I thought that was boring enough that it would work because, yeah. it, you know, there wasn't much flow in it, to, to be honest. No, that's true. There wasn't much DeVito either, which I've got beef with, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> that's right, early days. Uh, so the other option, if I was to write it, I suppose I would consider that it's not just a nice movie that it seemed that it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out she doesn't really exist. Oh. The girl that he's sleeping with. Flo or? No, the new girl. Oh, right. yep. And Is he wakes. Angie or something? Uh, I don't remember with, her name. Let's go with Angie. Anyway, she doesn't really exist and he wakes up in her apartment the next day and turns out he's actually having an existential crisis mm-hmm. and all the pressures of him turning 30, he's dreamed up a life in the big smoke. And the girl was just a dream, and then he goes back to his old life and grows old and lonely and poor with Flo. Oh, with Flo. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I liked Flo. Yeah, no, I so do I. Happy together. I think but her and Danny DeVito are going to be much happier. <laughs> well, she's going to be much happier with Danny DeVito. Well, yeah, he's a real go-getter. He also, I'm going to say it, horndog. Horndog millionaire. Real horndog. <laughs> that bit in the start of the movie where they're driving in the car and he's like, let's get some nookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was. Yeah. And he was whistling at, at girls many times. And he wanted the tall one. Yeah, that's, that's right. That was the weirdest part. <laughs> that was the first scene. And he, he bags the, the tall one. Like, 
Sure. Maybe maybe the angle was weird because we were like from car angle. Maybe it was fine. <laughs> maybe they were the same height. Uh, well, good endings. I like. I would. I liked both. I will choose the existential crisis. I will. Yeah, I like. I like the crisis. Yeah, hurry up, Robbie Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I really want to bring up the amazing scene that DeVito was in, Petey, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the, the final scene, no, the second to last scene, he was in, not the one on the stairs where it finds out, where he finds out that he's, he started dating Flo, mm-hmm. but the car wash scene. Ah, the car wash scene. Oh my God. Oh my God, that was, that was fucking fantastic. So Georgie has like been running around New York City with, with Pe- Angie or Peggy, whatever we call her. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't been around his, his local town much and he hasn't seen Petey. And Petey's real excited to see him. He wants to ask him a question. And I think it's when he asks him if, if Flo, if he's okay, if he dates Flo. Yeah, yeah. And he just gets real excited. And like, um, Georgie's going into an automatic car wash. Yeah. Which, which Petey owns. And Petey just follows him in. He's like banging on the windows <laughs> and like yelling out questions and stuff. And George is like, I can't hear you. Look out. <laughs> just, and he goes through the car wash. And he's climbing on the car and he's getting from one side to the other and dodging brushes. And it's just an amazing piece of acting. Amazing piece of car washing, of DeVito washing. I loved it. <laughs> I, was, I was getting kind of over the movie because there wasn't any DeVito after the first two scenes. Yeah, I did. I kind of wanted him to get a polish though. Yeah, I wanted like a shiny head. Yeah, for sure. Like that Simpsons episode where he, where he puts his head in the bowling, machine, <laughs> bowling ball buffer. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, all right. Seeing as we're here, yeah. I'm going to come out of the gates early. Ooh. I'm going to chuck in my Danny DeVito quote. All right, cool. From I'll... that very scene. Please. <laughs> Please do. Um... So it's the second to last scene and they're going through the car wash and there's going to be some hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. And Dane DeVere is like, I don't want to catch you messing around in there. This ain't no ton of love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the people he's yelling at are like 90. Yeah. <laughs> And they forget to wind their windows up <laughs> and give him wet money. What a movie. Uh, He's a real show stealer. Uh, another good car wash scene in that was at the beginning when they pray, play a prank on... Um, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm confused. I'm also thinking about the van, which I watched, which also has a car wash scene. Wait, you jumped inclu- the gun. Including... That has Danny DeVito in it. You watched the van? I watched the van. I thought we were watching that next week. I watched Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I thought you said the van. It very much sounds like Starsky and Hutch. Well, yes. Same amount of syllables. Very, very phonetically similar. It rhymes. Yeah, true. Maybe Stars- that's the problem. Yeah, I think so. All right, so you watched Starsky and Hutch. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, but I've got a few things I want to bring up with you. Please. Um, did you know that this movie was released on November 14th, 1973. That's three days before mine and Danny DeVito's birthday. Ah, yeah. nice one. So he was premiering on his birthday. Yeah, it was soon too. But I feel like you think this is going to truth or Dan. It's not. <laughs> um, there was a bomb. I'm sure you read this. That there was a bomb hoax called in by a disgruntled crew member. 
No, I didn't read yeah, this. Yeah, the, the, so the, the premiere was delayed by a couple of hours because there was a bomb hoax called in. Oh, well, right. Obviously, they called in a bomb threat, not a bomb hoax. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Hey, this is a we, bomb we hoax. We found out it was a hoax at the end. Sorry, did you say bomb hoax? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was delayed because someone from the crew, it doesn't say what I read, didn't say who or why. So what do you think, the, having seen the movie, mm-hmm. what do you think the, the crew member was unhappy about to call in that bomb threat? Oh, does it relate to the movie? Would I even be out again? I have no idea. Ah, uh, I'm hypothesizing. Well, maybe I do know. Maybe I'm like, no, no, I have no idea. Uh, uh, easy. Yeah. Not enough Devito. Yeah. Okay. So you reckon it was Rhea Perlman? <laughs> <laughs> she was the janitor, and she was disgruntled, and she was like, "There's not enough danger." Not even a real, movie. not even the real janitor. She'd actually tied up the original janitor and put on a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Just so she could be a crew member calling it in. Awesome. Um, do you reckon you can, while we're on the subject of Dana Vito accents, do you uh-huh. reckon you could smash a Rhea Perlman accent playing a janitor? Um, oh. <laughs> Just give me like a, who's got to clean up this shit? Not me. Or something like that. Who's going to clean up this shit? Not me. <laughs> That was a good attempt at doing a lady and a lady playing a janitor. At the yeah, same thank time. you. I yeah, really well tried. <laughs> yeah, you got any? Got anything to add about this? Oh, I got. Um, no, no, no. No, I'm done. I'm right. done with that. Let's move on. Oh, actually, Wait, no, I've actually, got too much to talk about. Oh, We're not moving anywhere. Oh, well, we should probably get a scoot on <laughs> because we have used a lot of a lot of the allotted half hour looking at at this movie oh hello yes all right all right well okay i'll sum up what i'm talking about all right i did find it was a movie of lookalikes like they'd spent all of their cash on getting danny devito and the rest of them they couldn't afford actual other actors so they're just kind of like instead of getting people who could act they got people who looked like famous actors who can't who can't act Okay, like, for example? Okay, for example, uh, we've got his dad, Georgie's dad, yep. the owner of the company. Yep. Looks like Dennis Farina. Yep, okay. Yep, okay. Um, Georgie's brother, Vince, uh-huh. looks exactly like Bob Saget. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Mark, the porn guy who steals his girlfriend. Oh, no, he doesn't end up stealing his girlfriend away, but he's like... The porn director. Oh, yeah. We left out the bit where he goes along to a porn movie audition and just watches for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, and then he meets the girl yeah, there. Then he goes and picks up one of the actresses um, afterwards just because, you know. Yeah. Because he can convince her he was there and he didn't know why he was there <laughs> and that they should go for a coffee after her coffee shift. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, what else was there? Oh. The... The main, <laughs> the main guy's name is George Papard, uh-huh. who I'm pretty sure is one of the barflies from Cheers, going off all of the like things I know from learning from Seinfeld. I really want to just... I, I like where you're going with this. I, like the, I imagine the casting director being like, all right, so we've only got... $300 we need three actors can we get a guy that looks like Dennis Farina will <laughs> in 30 years um, 
Have you guys heard of Bob Saget? Neither, because it's 1973. <laughs> he's going to be being on a show called Full House in about 12 years. This guy's going to be huge. A hundred bucks in that guy. <laughs> and who else do we need? I forget the third person you said. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I've got one more question for you, considering the movie. Then we can move on. All right. He, Georgie was talking about uh, reminiscing to his girlfriend watching TV as a kid with his brother and his dad eating popcorn and watching Howdy Doody. Uh-huh. I've heard Howdy Doody 50,000 times in many multiple reference- references. What the fuck is Howdy Doody? <laughs> I want to imagine that it's a little bit like Rawhide, even though I don't know what Rawhide is. <laughs> I know it's a show and I know the song from from um, the Blues Brothers, but I want to imagine it's a gold mining era, um, like Woody Woodpecker kind of anthropomorphic bird, oh. cuckoo bird. He's a cuckoo bird who likes to mine for gold, but also scaring people, possibly by uh, walking along the ground and jumping up and headbutting them in the butt. Did you make this up or do you know? Because that was really specific. Uh, that's just what I imagined. <laughs> Have you thought about this before? Or did you just whack that out? No, that was, that was it. I, I didn't even remember them saying howdy doody. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. Thanks for noticing. All right, sweet. Well, I, don't, I suppose I don't even need to comment on that. <laughs> All right, well, if you do want to comment on something, comment on the trivia of the movie The Van for me because I'm... I'm, I'm going to watch it, so spoil it for me. <laughs> All right. You need to watch this film. It's awesome. Yeah? Uh, Danny DeVito's not in it much, so, you know, it can be mentioned without It's it. already got a cap of seven and a half stars for me, then. Oh. And he's not in it much, but whew, he kills it. Still, yeah. Steals the scenes again? Oh. All right. Anyway, so, sorry. <laughs> um, just stop, stop keeping me in anticipation <laughs> here. Just lay it on. Lay it on thick. The van. I can't explain the van without setting the first scene. All right. So there's like a. Is red... there a van? No, not yet. What? No. Wait. 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 <laughs> I haven't explained any of the movie yet. He said, "Is there a van?" No. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> in the name. <laughs> I know it's in the name. We'll get there. We'll get to right, the van. Man. Just so okay. you're expecting a van. And you know All I right. get nervous. So is the van coming? No, the van's coming. All right. Yeah, it's all about a van. Oh. So to relax. <laughs> okay. So there's a shot of like this smiley Brady Bunch, wholesome looking redhead character. Um, Wait, he looks of, like the entire Brady Bunch? Uh, if the entire Brady Bunch was the Weasleys from Harry Potter and they all had red hair, yeah. Uh, which one does he look like? He doesn't look like any of the Weasleys, but if you put all the Weasleys together with the Brady Bunch... So, like, you fused... I don't know how many Weasleys there are. I I don't even know what they look like. They're just gingers as far as (laughs) I know. That's right. It doesn't matter. They're pale and they're gingers, yeah. yeah, All right. So, you've got all the gingers. You've got eight Bradys, including both parents and all kids. Is Alice thrown in? Uh, I wouldn't throw in Alice, and I probably wouldn't throw in... Well, who's the the, uh, tallest, the oldest brother? Oh, that's, um, is that Greg? Yeah, Greg. I wouldn't chuck in a Greg. No, I'd, you get, I'd take sorry. out the eyebrows. All right. Mike's pretty tall. Mike Brady. Yeah, it's more about the eyebrows. You don't want them in there. Yeah, okay. But he's got a pretty rad 70s um, flow going, a lot of hair, mm-hmm. red 
Yeah. Actually, I feel like Greg's back in. He, he really he was cool. Yeah, but the, I'd take him out because of the eyebrows. Anyway, if we're blonde. making a me, right. you know. Okay. I wouldn't have big, thick eyebrows in there. That's just me. That's how I'm thinking it. All right. All right. Uh, so I put this together. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so there's this redhead Brady Bunch looking guy. Mm-hmm. And he's driving a car, all smiley, all wholesome-like. Yep. And this and song, it's not a van. It's not a van. Okay. doesn't matter. And there's a song that cracks in and it's like, driving in my Chevy van and that's all right with me. And that just keeps, that's pretty much just. And repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that song keeps popping up through the whole movie. All right. Well, and I'm pretty sure it's the same band who did the soundtrack. But anyway, great. Okay. Let's move on. Good song. You sung it well. <laughs> Thanks. All the notes appeared. <laughs> so yeah, he's got this stupid look on his face, smiling and like bopping along to this song. Uh, and we're assuming he's thinking about buying his new Chevy van. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's about a young guy. He doesn't go to college and instead buys a van uh-huh. and just start, decides to pick up ladies instead. I feel like you could do both, hey? Have a van and go to... But maybe yeah. maybe that's maybe that's not how the 70s in America were. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Is, so that's where the van is? That's the van? <laughs> that's the van. Okay, good. The van we're talking about. Okay. Um, Probably could have warned me that the van was coming. That was quite a shock. <laughs> So no one, none of the ladies kind of looked his way before having a van, but mm-hmm. once having a van, he popped it into conversation and hello. Hello. So have, have it, after having some fun with some various ladies, he meets a girl and finally realizes that the van life of just picking up chicks and going to pinball halls isn't all it's cracked up to be. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it isn't. You've got to respect her. And drag racing. There's lots of drag racing. How do you drag race in a van? You drag race other vans. That makes sense. <laughs> Does he drag race the A-team? If I was like from a, a, another totally different culture and I was to only watch this and assume something about um, American life, I'd mm-hmm. assume that van is the pinnacle of vehicles. Well, I feel like... Or even the main aim in life. Do you reckon... Van was actually the only thing they could get. <laughs> the argument was actually in the original script. Well, consider it was called the van. Well, they yeah. could, have, could, have been, could have been called the Chevy or like the the sports utility vehicle or the moped. Yeah, you're right. Also known as the wasp. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ah, wasp and about. I like that. Uh, anyway, so this girl he, he meets, he falls in love, and then she leaves him because he was too obsessed with the van. Wait, is this all in the first scene? No, this I'm telling you the plot. Oh, okay. Because you, you said you were painting the portrait. Oh, sorry. The portrait was the Brady guy, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. That was, was it. It was a really long portrait. That was set, trying to set Panoramic. The, the idea of the movie. Panoramic portrait. <laughs> That's right. All right, where's DeVito? We're talking, there's a van. No, no, we'll get there. I'm just, fi- I'll finish the plot. All right. And then... All right. Just tell me about DeVito. You know how I feel about DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she leaves him because of the van, and then he kidnaps her and convince her, convinces her that he's changed and then they make it. And then she finds out that he's drag racing again and leaves him again, though they get back together in the end. All right, I'm seeing a lot of similarities between that plot and the first option of plot that you made up for Hurry Up, Roll the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, I'll see that. Yeah. Though I, I did write that before watching the band, but oh, weird. here we are. Yeah. Um, all right, so tell me. Where's DeVito? Where is he? He has, he has. You haven't said DeVito yet. DeVito is actually 
a manager of a car wash. Two car wash, type cars. He got away from it though. You can tell he doesn't. No, but he was also in a movie called Car Wash, which. Um, he's not actually in because oh, yeah, the scenes were deleted. Deleted, actually, yeah. not like bananas where they didn't tell us that. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, he was the manager of the car wash, and so him and his other employees used to play pranks on the redhead, and then he got his van, and then he kind of he, he got his uh, confidence up, started mm. playing pranks back on him. So, but they put his car through the car wash with the um, before he got the van through the car wash with the uh, convertible top down. Oh, yeah, and then he also got washed. So then I was confused with the Dane Vito getting in there and the tunnel of love. And he everything. had a he had a convertible, and that wasn't as cool as a van. Yeah, that's it. I know, right? <laughs> but okay, this is what you you're assuming. You're like, all right, you want to get a van? You bloody lamo! What are you going to do? Curious and parcels about? But no. He like pimped my rides events. Alright. And it's yellow and it's got arrows on it and you open up the back and it's got padded walls and a um water bed Ooh. and a fridge and yeah. It's pretty pretty great. I'm just gonna say the waterbed's not ideal because with with braking and accelerating that water is gonna move around a lot. So it's going to, the inert force of the water moving forward as he brakes is going to make his braking distance long. It's not ideal. This does become troublesome towards the end. Oh, really? It does. <laughs> They've packed it in the waterbed problems. Um, but there's a great scene when the, they do like the Pimp Pim My Ride scene. Where yeah. We don't know anything about this van he's buying. We just know he wants to buy a van. And he, he rocks into this mechanics place, I suppose. And there's this big old guy. And there's just these really quick three-second shots of this guy wearing just overalls and, like, this horrible Be- Beatles bob bowl cut. Anyway, and he's pointing out all the features, just, like, three-second shots, like, fridge, mirrors, <laughs> waterbed, and then again down on the, like, walls, mag wheels, fortal. Walls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Good movie. I really recommend watching it. It right. was strangely, strangely wholesome. All right. Uh, scarily wholesome that had really R18 features. All right. It was a lot about sex and... Maybe it was a sex ed movie. <laughs> Maybe it was. Like Don't it. get a band, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. So... Any any fun facts about that, or is that everything you got for me about the van? Um, there's a point where he's he's trying to pick up a girl, and oh, he, and like when he first gets his van, right? And mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is of note. And there's a girl playing pinball, and he's like, "Hey, are you into bands?" She goes, "Yeah." Uh, then he goes, "Hey, see that van out there? That's my van." Then really innocently, like um, Bobby Brady would say want to come and share a joint in the back seat and she goes yeah sure and he goes dynamite <laughs> and like that's that, that's the whole first 45 minutes is just him really weirdly picking up girls and taking them into the back seat and saying really weird shit <laughs> that's, that's not a trivia <laughs> that's just a bit of the plot you forgot <laughs> no but it's just like picks these girls up in the weirdest ways and they're always like oh yeah you're gonna take me into the back of your weird van with a waterbed yeah cool I'm coming <laughs> so he never picked up ladies and stilettos I'm gathering because no, it's right. gonna get dangerous no he like he was about 
17 or 18, so... All right, yeah, so stilettos don't come into the 20s. <laughs> no, it's more like cons. All right, mm, good. Um, even though Danny DeVito wasn't really in the van too much, he was in th- three real scenes. Like, was he in the van, like, boink, boink, in the van? Or did he, he wasn't bang the in, dude in the van? No, nah, he wasn't in the... He actually had nothing to do with the van. Not even cleaning it? No. Nah. Well, he's not looking after I don't think van. he was even in a scene with the van. But, firstly, he pranks the main guy, uh, puts his convertible through the uh, car wash, and Naturally. then the guy's trying to put the the top down while going through the car wash and then his car's flooded and blah, blah, blah. Danny has a good laugh. Of course he does. Good laugh. Great laugh. Second scene, the guy, the main guy gets back at them by giving them all a drink and putting laxatives in it and locks the door to the toilet. Ooh, good one. Yeah. and That's very round the twist, isn't it? (laughs) Round the twist. It had a very round the twist feel about it. Actually, now I'm going to... I'm going to minimize, I'm going to take out the Brady Bunch factor mm-hmm. and add the ma- the kid from Round the Twist, what's his name? Bronson. Bronson. I'm going to add him. Okay. And the Weasleys. So this you, is the kind of character you, you So we're getting with. the Weasleys and the naughty ginger kid from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the naughty ginger kid is now 19 and really, really horny. All right, but we're taking out all of the wholesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, it seems wholesome, but it's very, very R18. Right. Right. It's Machiavellian wholesome. It is. And in the third scene, there's just like Danny DeVito in a bar for some reason with the kid, mm. the, the main guy, yep. for some reason. Yeah, and Danny DeVito owns, owes people a bunch of money, and he's complaining to the kid. The kid goes to the van, comes back, and then gives Danny DeVito like three grand. And that's it. You don't see anything. You don't hear about it. That's it. It's gone. Scene done. <laughs> Weird. Over. Man, that, how much money does he have? He can't go to college and have a van. He's got $3,000. <laughs> um, so tell me about um, Starsky and Hutch then. Just before I do, um, do you want to hear this new song that I wrote? It's really good. Yeah, please. T-t-t-truth or Danny DeVito. T-t-truth or Dan. I didn't think of a next bit. No, that's good. That's good as it is. Fuck okay. yeah, that's great. I love Thanks. it. <laughs> so it's truth or Dan time. Truth or Dan. What you got for me, son? Um, this week, I, I'm afraid I'm unprepared with the truth or Dan's. Well, probably you shouldn't have told me that and made one up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I would have to guess, but now if you come up with anything. Um, no, that was more me just saying, I reckon you should go first. All right. <clears throat> So, as, as you've probably noticed from reading up on Hurry Up or I'll Be 30, mm-hmm. no one in it, including your poor man's everyone, <laughs> really went on to bigger and better things, except for the cinematographer, who also did the cinematography for The Money, um, oh. which is a movie coming up. So, Atlantic City Jackpot is also known. Um, so, I've been looking forward to that, because it was actually really good cinematography. But, it was Jackie... Jackie, the girlfriend that he left Flo for. Yep, yep, yep. Um, not Angie or Peggy yep. or whatever I called her. Close. She never acted again and actually became a reverend. A reverend? And got a doctor, a doctorate, sorry, not a doctor, got a doctorate in divinity. 
divinity. Not DeVitoity. Not DeVitoity, because <laughs> she'd have Oscars by now if she had a d- a doctorate in divinity. Divinity. How do you even get that? You go to a Bible college. Well, it's America, so. Yeah, all right. I reckon they Fair. got them. Um, I'm going to call truth. Yeah, that's heaps true. Really? Yeah, I read all about it. Oh, my God. That's so weird. When I say read all about it, that's as that's much as I read. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, um, so I thought reverence was kind of left to, you know, priests, crazy men. Oh, uh, no, I think, I think anyone can be a reverend. Well, yeah, I guess he would be part of the church, but I think priests are the only ones that are, it's got to be a man, like priests and popes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Let's not go into religion too much. Let's not. Cause we don't know much about it. <laughs> oh, I noticed you jiggling. <laughs> Tooth or damn, need a veto. Tooth or damn. Ah, that's fucking great. Yep. Where are we at? 35. Um, we did, yeah, we had 34 and a half before you went and where's. Oh, all right, sweet. So all we right. got a bit. I can do this in five minutes or under. And then we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, um. Yeah, my truth or damn. Truth or damn. Truth or damn, sucker. It's your time. Hit me. In the van, it features a young Mike Brady smoking a joint. The dad from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. A young version of him. Smoking a joint in the first scene. In a movie made at least 10 years after the Brady Bunch finished. Is that when it finished? (laughs) It's a 60s show. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Truth or Dan? Dan. (laughs) Well... Like your previous Truth or Dance, I don't actually know the answer, but apparently, according to some kind of trivia, there is a shot with uh, young Mike Brady smoking a joint. Young? I, shenanigans. <laughs> Denanigans. Yeah, this is what I thought, but there is a guy that really, really looks like him. So well, can't be a young him, because he was, he was the dad in the All right, much. maybe I, added, I could have added young. All right, I'll look into this. <laughs> okay. We'll report back. <laughs> okay. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. They might find itself deep in apologies next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we should probably get to wrapping this up. So I'm going to just plow through Starsky and Hutch, mm. which is going to be simple because Starsky and Hutch is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the show. Oh, it's awful. Is it? It's just, there's, like, this is the plot of the episode that I'm just going to swipe straight off IMDb. An acrophobic, also known as agoraphobic, I believe, but maybe... Oh, no, acrophobic is... Is it heights? I don't know. An acrophobic is a fear of acrobats, isn't it? Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Fear of backflips. Yeah, fear of (laughs) backflips. So, a woman uh, scared of backflips. An an acrophobic former child star turned loan shark suddenly finds herself working with a new collector with a hidden agenda. Basically, it starts with Starsky's girlfriend's dad getting hit up by a, a collector for like you know a, a loan shark um and he tells him to buzz off and then he does because that's what the, that's how these things work yeah um then he was he's killed by this irish dude 
who he's just like, because there's a hit out on him anyway, because he's betting, betting Annie's money. So then um, he gets killed by the Irish guy. The Irish guy takes his job. But the Irish guy, his hidden agenda is just to get Flo's money that's hidden under a mattress because she's too acrophobic to go outside and put it in the bank. <laughs> Wait, acrophobic? Isn't that... I'm going to go... Yeah, with, agoraphobic. That's no, agoraphobic's like, outside, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's heights that she's scared of. So Does I think she live in like a lighthouse or something? Um, Why is she scared? A house on stilts in a, in, a, in a junkyard. She's got a mean junkyard dog. Anyway, let's not get bogged right. down in this. And her name is Flo still? No, no, it's uh, Annie. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, I think you just want it to be Flo because Flo is lovely. You said Flo. Oh, whatever. Go <laughs> <laughs> with the Flo. Um, so, yeah, um, that is pretty much it. Um, and so they just sort of find out a few things about it and then they go to the junkyard and throw him off a roof and he breaks both his legs, the, the Italian dude and that's the, the Irish dude. That's kind of the end of it. It's, it really, they're, they're just kind of running around and then it's over and there's, it's silly. I, but, I have the same problem with you. Where the hell is Danny DeVito and all this? All right, so Danny DeVito um, runs a newsstand Mm-hmm. Um, taking bets like he's a bookie as well oh yeah alright yeah I can see him as a bookie yeah so, and he's got a beard he's got a full beard in oh. this um, and he's he's true Dan he, you know what's amazing mm-hmm. and this is he's a real actor he's, got a, he's got a cold when he's doing this he's all stuffy you can oh. tell in the recording and he's just powering through awesome what a dude of course he would yeah um, so yeah he gets two scenes one where he gives up a bit of information so he doesn't get in trouble for taking a bet off Starsky. Yep. And then uh, he turns up later and does something else. I can't remember. I think he, oh, he tells her where Annie lives or something. I don't know. There's some stuff I want to bring up about this episode of Starsky and Hutch because the plot is bogus. There's not enough DeVito. He's got a cold. Power to him. He powered through. Um, the, when they go to the junkyard, there's a sign uh, on, the, on the door or on the gate saying, Attack dog trained to kill, which I think is amazing. Where do you, like where do you get that sign? I'm pretty sure she painted it, but I'd like to believe there's a stack of them at <laughs> Um And also, I don't understand 1970s money. So, I, oh yes, okay. So if they say a hundred bucks, and then someone goes, "Hey man, that's heaps of money." Yeah. Where does it fall in in relation to where we are? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That, I have the same problem in the van. No. Yeah, uh, in this uh, in this one, Starsky, mm-hmm. um, the dark head of Starsky and Hutch, is laying a bet, and he's like, "Hey man, my um, my boss wants to lay this bet. Here's fifty bucks. If you're putting on fifty dollar bets, you can't have a guy going down. Like, you need a suitcase of money. <laughs> fifty bucks. Um, and then the the, the the bit that confused me more is the collector, the new Irish one, goes to a guy and he's like hey, you owe me some money. And he's like, I got two guys that are going to beat you up. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that's, that's fine. Pulls out a suitcase that's and fun. a detonator like sks out their antenna and then blows up this dude's bathroom in his restaurant. <laughs> and then he puts this thing away and he's like, and that will be $431.20? Whoa! Not a thousand. No, 400. <laughs> <laughs> I, how... How much do explosives cost in 1970? Let wow. alone how much is 400 bucks? I feel like... If you knew you were going to get exploded, you just give him 500 and say, keep the change, man. Yeah. Get, get away with it, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, how much was he spending on on dynamite? 
Yeah, you're right. How much is he only my gets worth? A, he only gets a ten percent commission as well. So he only Bloody. got forty two dollars or something. Jesus Christ! And he spent all of that on more <laughs> on dynamite. You spent at least a dollar on a lighter. Yeah. I don't know. I reckon <laughs> the lighter. I think he stole matches from the hotel. I'll give him that much. Um. Anyway, so that's my um. That's Starsky and Hutch. Not enough DeVito, but he did it with a cold. So maybe they cut out more of his scenes because he wasn't feeling well, but good on him for turning up on the day. Yeah, but uh, he probably still would have done a better job than anyone else there on the day, right? Yeah. With yeah. the cold. Yeah, if he had more scenes, there would have been more plot. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you watch all of Starsky and Hutch, it all comes together and you like them as characters, but I did not get it. I wasn't into <laughs> it. Um, so, oh, I dropped my clipboard. Oh, by the way, um, this clipboard and in so this episode... Uh, was brought to you by James B. Warhurst, who bought me this clipboard. <laughs> Kudos to James. I need that clipboard though oh, right. to, to read my to read my quote from. Um, so this is my attempt at Danny DeVito's accent at the end of Starsky and Hutch while he has a cold. <clears throat> oh, it's so hard. That hate that no that nose thing doesn't work. That hate that horse ain't got a prayer. I tell you. No, nah, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna put that on repeat in this. All right, accents done. Uh, what are we doing next week? Do we land on anything? Uh, no, we haven't talked about it yet. Oh. What's the plan? <laughs> oh shit! We should probably talk about it and then come back. <laughs> this is well over time. All right. Um, is that any any no, more? Or should we get to next week? Next week. Next week, I think we will be doing the world's greatest lover, which he plays the role of assistant director. And I am definitely in the acting section, so he's not actually assisting directing. And on that, I'm Dan. I'm Dan. And, and we, we just did, did Dan. Dan. <laughs> we did Dan. That horse ain't got a prayer, I tell you. That horse ain't got a prayer, I tell you. That horse ain't got a prayer, I tell you. That horse ain't got a prayer, I tell you. That horse ain't got a prayer, I tell you.